What's up? It's Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports, and joining me on today's show is Greg Hunter, senior sales manager at Yelp. Awesome to have you on the show, my friend. Always good to chop it up with you, Rob. So what we're going to be talking about today is the Yelpcast, an internal podcast that you hosted for Yelp that I helped you launch and produce. And what I want to dig into is the entire process from start to finish. So let's begin with this. You had no prior podcast hosting experience, correct? That is correct. I've been on a couple podcasts with you, but in terms of setting it up, launching it, yeah, zero experience. So this is this is brand new territory for you. And let's start at the super beginning, the origin of this idea. So why was the Yelp cast created? Well, other than the fact that you told me I'd be stupid not to, to create one, uh, I created it out of necessity, almost like being selfish for myself of I had just started at Yelp at a you know somewhat higher position and I didn't know too much about Yelp and its culture so I wanted to find an avenue to where I could get in touch and have a dialogue with some of these um, you know thought leaders at Yelp who've been here for a long time so I could quickly ramp up my own uh, experience and be able to, you know, hit the ground running. So it was really just built out of my own selfishness of trying to understand how Yelp works and what has worked for a lot of, uh, you know, senior executives at Yelp. So it's to build more relationships, to learn from the other thought leaders. And then, oh, by the way, one of the nice benefits is when you have these conversations with these executives at Yelp, guess who else gets to listen to it? everybody else in the company. So since this had never existed before, let's now go into the process of making this happen, which is a challenge probably for a lot of brands. If someone wants to be the champion for podcasting, something that doesn't currently exist internally or externally. So you've got the idea of the Yelp cast. Now take me into how you pitched it or how you made it happen because all you have right now is you want to do this thing. Right. Well, the good thing is, you know, just having conversations with you in the amount of overhead or like startup things we would need. It's, it's very minimal. Like literally we're doing this podcast right now with stuff that you carried in your book bag to Yelp. So there is no excuse for not being able to, to launch one in some form or fashion, but we wanted to be able to, I didn't just want to start a Yelp cast without the blessing of someone over, you know, my pay grade. Right. Um, so fortunately for me, I got off to a pretty fast start, um, in terms of my sales team producing and we got some, um, you know, recognition from not only the head of the Chicago office, but also the head of, um, sales for Yelp, uh, nationally. And he was, he was in town and uh, pulled me aside and was like, look, man, anything, you know, really glad you came on board, yada, yada, yada. Let me know if you need anything. And I said, well, if there's a perfect time to ask, now is the time. So um, <clears throat> your your whole mantra of you, you miss all the shots you don't take, right? Yeah, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Exactly. So I was like, well, I was actually thinking about creating a Yelp cast because there's so many people here that have great information 
but a lot of, especially entry-level sales reps don't have access to these people or this information isn't easily accessible or um, disseminated throughout the masses. So I was like, look, here's the idea. Just want to create a, a Yelp cast that connects um, Yelp thought leaders with local sales reps. And we'd love for one, you to endorse this and two, for you to be our first guest. So, and everyone loves talking about themselves. And, and um, so it's a, just a great uh, entry into, you know, getting his blessing. And he was more than happy to do it. He thought it was, you know, a great idea. And one thing I was talking to the, the head of Chicago, he was like, look, there's a lot of people have great ideas, but then the execution of it kind of falls um, through the wayside. But, you know, through your help and your guidance, it was, it was really just a plug and play. So now let's get to the next thing. These guests that you're going to bring on the show, mm -hmm. they've never done podcasts either yet, right? Correct. So all of this is new for everyone. So you're like, listen, I got this brand new podcast called the Yelp cast. I want you to be the first guest. And oh, by the way, you've never been on a podcast before. And one of the unique positions that I was in as the producer is I wanted to put you guys in the best position to succeed. So I'm always trying to make sure, obviously, the audio sounds good, mm -hmm. but make sure the guest is prepped, make sure that they're comfortable. But you could see after the first minute, two minutes, the way these guests lit up, especially your first guest who became the biggest champion for you, which really helped you build the Yelp cast because a lot of people have this preconceived notion that, I've never done a podcast. Why would anyone want to listen to me? I don't know what I'm doing. I sound weird. They'll say any number of excuses, but then you get them on and you're like, tell me about what it was like when you first worked at Yelp as a sales guy. What struggle did you have? And some of the stories that were coming and pouring out, mm -hmm. it became the most natural thing in the world. Exactly. And a lot of sales reps, you know, think that they're alone in this journey or like, you know, if they're in a sales slump, they're sometimes feels like you're the only one, but there was a very common theme for most of the executives that we, that we interviewed on the Yelp cast was that a lot of them struggled for the first six, 12 months of their career here and ultimately ended up at, you know, some of the highest possible positions they uh, could be in. So yeah, just being able to uh, take their, their story and uh, you know, again, it wasn't, it wasn't about me, but it was for me and for me as a rep as an entry level to, to, you know, a manager to even, um, C-level executives that are like, wow, I didn't really know this about this person or that's awesome how he overcame this. So let's get to the actual process of this. Okay. The thing that allowed this to work so seamlessly, as you mentioned at the very beginning of a low barrier to entry is I was working out of 1871, the tech incubator in the merchandise mart which just so happens to be a few floors above the Yelp cast and they are above Yelp and they just opened a podcast studio. So I was like, boom, Greg, let's host this bad boy in this professional studio. So that all of a sudden these executives who are of high stature in Yelp can come in this professional setting and be like, Whoa, you guys really have this down. So how did you have to like, take me through your process of scheduling. So you've got to land these guests. When did you do it? Because people often say, you know what, Rob, we don't have enough time to do a podcast. When did you find time? So well, to answer that last part, the, 
the timing of it was uh, was pretty simple because again we're in the merchandise mart all i had to do was uh take an elevator up to the what, 12th floor here and i would just schedule them over lunch and we the the format was just 20 minutes long we wanted to keep it around 20 minutes so um you know we get an hour lunch break 20 minutes so it, you know max it ever took was 40 minutes right to get a nice polished yelp cast that we could um literally turn around and send out uh thanks to you within basically two hours two hours turnaround time from start to finish we can have this whole thing packaged up and um, be able to send send that out. And in terms of like booking guests, I shot for the top first, you know, um, top down selling. So we <laughs> we got uh, Paul Reich, our VP of sales, uh, as the first guest. So then we just parlayed his name. We we're like, hey, well, you know, Paul did it. We'd love to have you on as our second guest. So having his endorsement and him being the first guest uh, really helped you know, attract any other guests. And then, um, you know, even probably just after the second or third episode, there started to be a little bit of buzz of this was, this was happening and we had people seeking us out. So that was even, um, that was something we weren't even expecting, but definitely helped as well. One thing that I really liked of a strategy that you did is anytime there was an executive coming from out of town, guess what? I just need 20 minutes with you to jump on the Yelp cast. And it gave you that opportunity to build a relationship with someone in a face-to-face manner in a way that no one else in the company was. And boom, they're in town for one day. They're on the Yelp cast. Exactly. And and me at, at the time, you know, I'd only been at the company probably or definitely less than six months. And so again, I use this vehicle as a network building tool. So now I have a direct line of communications with our guy that runs client um, services or the person that's like head of training. If I want to be able to ping them and think that, Hey, this is a good new um, training that we're doing with my team. Or do you have any training that I could do with my team? So I have a very um, clear direct line of communication with, um, with all these individuals. And then also, you know, uh, you're right. These executives would come in town for like a night or two and usually only have time to speak to certain groups. Cause I mean, there's a thousand people here at uh, Yelp Chicago. We can't just pull everyone down to a conference room. Right. But this allowed them to be able to get their messaging out and talk about what they're working on and how that impacts people in local sales. So they're more than happy to do it. And then uh, the, everyone from the head of Chicago to the entry level sales rep knows exactly what that person does and how they interact with them. Now let's get to the building buzz. As you mentioned, after a few guests, word started to get around Yelp of this yet unreleased Yelp cast of what is this thing? Can I get on it? When can I listen to this thing? Right. And that's when things started to get exciting, certainly for me, but I want to hear your perspective because you're living this you and in Bodak Billy, you guys are the you're the guys, you're co-hosting mm-hmm. this. You're you're making this happen. What was the, what was the buzz like for you? I mean, honestly, yeah, we felt like rock stars. We felt like we were like the the cool kids in school because everyone wanted to get on our Yelp cast from the head of Chicago to you know the top producing sales reps, and uh, honestly, it was a lot of a form of flattery. Uh, but what we wanted to do, our, our goal was, and based on your direction, it's like, look, you, the, in terms of 
launching a podcast, you want to be able to have, I don't know, what's what's your ideal number before you four. launch? Okay. So you have to, you're going to launch with four, but you mm-hmm. want six or seven in the hopper so that right. at no point, because guess what? Thanksgiving happens, Christmas happens. Uh, end of the month sales happens where you're like, Hey, some other priority stuff. You don't want it where you're always working from behind. You want to be in a position of strength, which I always wanted to make sure you guys were in a position of. Exactly. And, and that certainly happened. And, and that's what built the buzz and the mystique too, because we, we probably recorded six or seven, uh, over six or seven weeks, uh, before we released the first one. So, uh, you know, it's like that that Frank Ocean album or that Jay Z album or the the Carter Three. When's this thing dropping? You know, so um, and luckily when we dropped the first one, it, it, it was a fantastic episode. Um, at, at least on Paul's end of uh, the uh, the messaging that he had, we were a little rusty, but you helped us. Uh, you know, from the first one to the last one, it's night and day difference in terms of the formatting. But but yeah, it was it was a home run right when we. Um, launched it out and the way we launched it was at first was um sending it out to uh the sales just the sales org um across all the offices uh but due to other unforeseen issues because once you start getting on someone's radar on that level of like sending it out even though we have the endorsement of the head guy in sales uh a, a large organization publicly traded like yelp uh, th- there are going to be some barriers that do come up, uh, mainly with like legal and making sure people can't download this or like, there's no sensitive information. But once we got through that, we, um, just put it, ended up storing them on our internal wiki page. So I know regardless if you're a small or really large publicly traded company, um, a piece of advice I would have would be to, think about the end game of this when once it is being sent out and getting the endorsement of um the the legal team um involved early or letting them know that this is going to happen uh will save you a lot of time and kind of headaches in in the long run so next thing i want to talk about is your maturation as a host from Mm -hmm. episode one until uh your last episode in the growth that you saw so one of my jobs was to make you guys better as hosts. You've Mm -hmm. never done this before, and I'm very meticulous in my attention to detail. I know what I'm listening for. I want you to build your confidence Mm -hmm. because the more confident you roll up to that thing, the better you're going to sound, the more in control you're going to be of this conversation. And quite frankly, it's going to serve you and the guest and the audience better because you're rolling in there being like, man, I got this. I know what I'm doing. So take me to you your thought process of of how this worked and how much more comfortable you felt from the start to man halfway through and we're humming yeah so just like anything you get a little bit better through practice except for if you're Allen iverson but <laughs> yes you get more comfortable with the lights on uh one of the fav- like one of the sayings that i like is act like the camera is always on so you never have to get ready you stay ready right <clears throat> and although that won't come naturally. So, uh, just trial and error. And then since I had a co-host, Billy, just being able to have that, um, good rhythm with him was, was important. And you build that over time naturally. So, um, one thing we would do is we would work 
before you know set set aside um you know 20 30 minutes before the podcast would start and like the sequencing of questions the following up of questions um what should that look like so having a good understanding and at least template of especially if you're having a partner is really important but then naturally it just became conversational because that's what we really wanted it to feel like where um, we have a list of questions we want to ask but you don't want to just ask a question to ask the question, even though it might be a good question because it could um, interrupt the flow of it. And which is something that you did a really good job of giving us feedback after the episodes where it was like, you know, you guys did a, a real sharp pivot here. I know what you were trying to get at, but <clears throat> there are, you probably could have done a better job of just drilling down on this and um, having a better transition you always talked about you know being able to transition from topic to topic ours were kind of really hard left turns in the beginning as opposed to like a soft easy transition uh which that again over time and through your guidance and feedback um from the show notes really helped us but from a preparation standpoint i feel like you guys did a phenomenal job because the end game of this from even the very first episode was high quality. Mm -hmm. So even though you had never done this before, the guests had never done this before, I knew what you all had inside of you. And if the audio is good and then we get the flow constantly being better at the end of the day, people aren't thinking as meticulous as I am on sure. man, what are they doing with flow? But by the end of this, I mean, you guys had a podcast that, would match up against any other podcast because of the quality and the preparation you guys put into it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, well, you made that easy in 1871, made that easy with, with, with the setup. It just felt professional. So you, you just elevated your game just based on the arena, right? You play a little bit different at Madison square garden than you do, you know, at the spectrum center in Charlotte. Right. So, uh, you know, that, that elevated our game. And then, and then, yeah, just knowing that the audio was going to come out well, and we listened to it and we're like, dang, that does sound good. And then it pushes you to make it sound better or make yourself sound more natural and just, you know, listening, listening to it, you being your own worst critic of like, okay, that, that sounds kind of stupid. Or why would I ask that question there? Or, you know, I should have followed up, um, or, ask for actionable things that people can do because again, we want people to learn from this. And I think always having an agenda or like big takeaways, which, uh, which we ended the show with, um, was always, was always like the highlight of like, okay, here. And one thing I would, I guess I would do differently now than, um, and you hear a lot of podcasts that are like setting up the, um, the agenda or framing what you're about to hear. And so the evolution of, of a Yelp cast would be like, all right, you know, so uh, we never did like the soft intro or like the offline. Like intro. Tim Ferriss does. Correct. So that would, that would be like the next evolution of it. And it's, it's, it's natural. It's, it, that would be easy to do. Well, yeah, because you, you want to crawl before you ball mm -hmm. because I can't be like, all right, guys, I know we haven't done one of these yet, but let's make sure that right. we do a pre-intro before all of this. You guys will be like, wait, what? Right. You got to do this because once you start getting the confidence. So how would you best describe working with me on the Yelpcast? I would say easy, very transparent. Um, 
you didn't hold back your feedback, which is great too. You know, it's sometimes hard to be critical of not only your friends, but of prospective business um, customers that you're looking to attract, but your openness uh, and, and your relatability, right? Like you made everyone feel, feel at ease. You were able to, um, cause like you said, virtually no buddy on the Yelp cast had ever been on a podcast before and you were able to frame it very well on the front end of like, look, this is what it's going to be like 20 minutes. Um, just like a casual conversation, blah, blah, blah. But then <clears throat> on the back end, one thing that made this plug and play for us is you would, while we're doing the podcast, which is what I would recommend if you have the resources um, or reach out to Rob directly is getting the show notes because you don't want an episode to go by and not have it all dialogued with here are the, the, the best talking points because they drop a lot of knowledge on us of like, Hey, read this book. I love this quote. I love this album. And then being able to have those um, drops in there um, that you added was um, phenomenal. But in terms of speed execution and uh, ease of use, it was, um, I would give you five stars on Yelp. So would you recommending, would you recommend working with me to others? Absolutely, man. Because you, I think you've done close to a thousand podcasts. Uh, your your breadth of knowledge is, I think, invaluable in terms of someone who wants to get up and running very quickly. And your goal is not to be around forever either, which I really like. It's like, look, here are the things you need to be able to do really well, and you package it up so simple, uh, or you make it seem sound so simple, but it's not easy on the front end. But your in goal of working with Rob would be like, all right, we've knocked out this many. You see how simple it is. Now you can start to do this on your own and help other people. So 100% couldn't recommend you high enough. What would you say to companies about creating an internal podcast? Would you recommend it? Uh, I mean, it's a no brainer. Every company 100% should have one. Everyone that I've talked to from my fiance to friends at other companies who've listened to the Yelp cast are like, oh my God, I wish we had this today. Because again, there's even in small companies, people that have the most information, usually it's all in their head or it's not easily obtained, right? Um, and, and everybody in any walk of life wants to feel important and wants to know what's going on. What better, easier way to do this than picking up a microphone and talking into it for 20 minutes? Yeah, I like to think of it in terms of the communication medium mm -hmm. that I'm not romantic about how things get done. I want what's effective. And I look and I'm like, what does everybody have in their pocket? Right. A cell phone. And is someone able to listen to a podcast at lunch, on the train, at the gym, a myriad of different places? And it's unique and different. And it's how. A lot of people consume things now. Oftentimes, 
especially like when we were in school, you have to learn from this book. <laughs> so why can't companies evolve more and say, listen, we've got a bunch of different things. We want to help you learn, grow. Here's a few different ways that you can do it of which one of them is via a podcast or, Oh, by the way, if there's another Greg Hunter at a different company who says I'm new to a company or I've been in there for a long time and I want to create this internally, it may, it's a no brainer for you from a personal standpoint. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this and you say, uh, I'm not the company. I'm an individual within the company. Boom, go and duplicate what Greg just did because how many positive benefits you got from this? I mean, the benefits of just having an internal podcast are endless. I think one of the one of the best ones is too, especially if you're a sales organization. Take for example Yelp. We've since we did the first Yelp cast with the VP of sales who started as entry-level sales rep who lacked all sorts of confidence and sales acumen who now is one of the top sales guys I've ever met in my entire life and just a quick I think he's been here you know seven years just to see that transformation but since that first Yelp cast Yelp has probably hired I don't know 500 sales reps that now can go back and listen to this podcast of, Hey, you want to hear the top salesperson at Yelp talk about his struggles in the first six months and how he overcame that press play, right? You've got an evergreen content catalog. Exactly. And then you, and then another thing that you can do is repurpose this, right? Like you can take the cuts, um, like they're 20 minutes long, but if you want to hear just the five minute segment, um, of him talking about how he built, boosted his confidence, boom, here you go. So then we handed all this uh, all the Yelp cast over to the training department. They're in the process now of putting it into our um, LMS, the learning management uh, system of being able to have this on demand and more easily accessible. And then also have um, curriculum built around it of like, you know, what are your takeaways? You know, how did he do this? What would you do with the same? So there's a lot of different I had a blast producing the Yelp cast and being a part of this with you. I learned so much about Yelp and the culture. I love what you guys are doing. Anything else you'd like to add as we do parting shots? No, I just like, again, it's a very easy thing to do. Action creates clarity though. In order to be able to do something, um, you just have to, you know, go from zero to one every single day. Right. And, the best piece of advice I could give you is there's a resource right here. Rob Cressy has a perfect program for you to be able to plug and play and have access to him and go from zero to, you know, just a conception of the idea to over 20 episodes uh, within a matter of weeks even. Right. So um, my piece of advice is do something. If you're thinking about it, start today if you're really wanting to uh make something lasting and sustainable look no further than my man rob well i'm very proud of you taking action my friend thank you very much for coming on the show no problem that's that's as always thanks for listening before we go head to baconsports.com to sign up for my newsletter to get content creation and personal development tips to help you on your journey also, 
I'd love to hear your thoughts about this podcast episode. Did it cause you to think or take action in some way? Drop me a line on Instagram at Rob underscore Cressy and let me know what's up.